following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. guys welcome back happy friday happy week three happy nfl action guys i am your host kyle Rennie. we are joined again uh by myself it's just me this week guys we're here to talk about the matchups we like this upcoming week for your fantasy for your daily fantasy your stardoms your sitoms guys that we would advise guys that we would maybe steer away from uh, we'll jump right in with though. Uh, I mean, we do have a little bit of news this week, I guess. Uh, it, I mean, little injuries we talked about on Tuesday. Jason Pierre-Paul, though, he signs today. Uh, he will be a Baltimore Raven. Cole Beasley, I believe we talked about this on Tuesday's episode, but he's a Tampa Bay Buck. Um, Quarterback-wise, though, I'll tell you this much, they've not been good this year, and he needs a, a, a game like this to be good. Matthew Stafford faces the Arizona Cardinals, who are last in the league and allowing points to quarterbacks, uh, you gotta like how that looks and what is possible there. Josh Allen, Joshua Patrick Allen, uh, he faces the 30th ranked defense of the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, not as much of a trap game as uh, as it sounds like uh, in terms of like, oh, you know, they've they've been really they, they sound like a good defense. They are still a good defense. Uh, you've got Miami, who's a lot of decent amount of points to to, to Mac Jones week one, um, but really allowed Lamar to go bonkers. He was the top quarterback in the league last week, so that's really what kind of supplies that. We'll see how they sit after this. I don't think Miami's going to stay this way all year. They're a better team defensively than than it's showing, and obviously that offense is pretty fierce. Um, Mac Jones has a good matchup though this week. He faces the Ravens. Uh, shall we say alludes to a good matchup. Obviously, that's another skewed line. Tua just had the most points of the week, six touchdowns against them. However, at the same time, like, it's Baltimore. They do have some injuries. Um, I don't hate starting Mac Jones this week. I don't uh, necessarily, I'm not going to go on women and tell you you have to do it. But if you're like a, a super flex, uh, a 2QB, not a bad option to throw in there if you have them. Kirk Cousins has a decent matchup against the Lions this week. The Lions have faced two quarterbacks that have put a ton of points on them and still managed to hang tight in every game. I think this will be the same for Kirk Cousins owners. They're going to be throwing from behind, I think. I think Detroit wins this game. So I think you do see a lot of Kirk Cousins throwing that late ball. Yes, he might have three picks this week, but he also might have 350 yards and three touchdowns. Um, So it's really a matter of what level you're willing to play it on. I could see him with being a 20-plus point producer. Um, Tennessee... They face the Raiders, who are currently 28th against the quarterback. I'm not going to tell you to fire up Ryan Tannehill. That's just childish. It's not smart. Um, I think in my league, I actually might be sitting him for Mac Jones. Uh, Ugly, ugly game last week against Buffalo. Not much prettier the week before against the Giants. 
and he's he's gonna fire up uh he's gonna fire up versus the Raiders who I think the Raiders are much better than the records respecting here uh so I'm not loving the Tennessee option Matt Ryan gets the 27th ranked Chiefs defense I don't think it's gonna save him Matt Ryan's uh not looked pretty neither have the Colts team in general Next in the list, so Derek Carr. Carr gets the Titans team, who's allowed the 26 most points. I like Derek Carr a lot this week. I think he's got a very high-end upside, and I think Carr could end up being a breakout performer for your fantasy team. Um, Kyler Murray, 25th or 24th ranked. He faces the Rams. A little bit tougher. I think it's going to be more resembling last week's game where Kyler has a struggle through the beginning and has to really put up points in the last quarter and a half to make a reasonable game. Mitch Trubisky playing tonight as we're recording this. He gets the same thing. The Browns have not been good. Trubisky's not been good though, so it's a good thing that happened afterwards. You don't got to really worry about that. Um, and Geno Smith's the last greenlit game against Falcons. I don't like that either. He's not been somebody I'm relying on. Um, I'm actually relying on Marcus Mario to be better than that. The opposite end here, guys. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a tough matchup this week against Tampa. Tua Tagovailoa has a tough matchup against Buffalo. I'd start one, and I wouldn't start one. I would start Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to start Tua. I think uh, Green Bay has what it takes to knock off Tampa. Tom Brady's right for the picking. He has not looked great all year. It looked a little bit like they got kind of lucky against New Orleans in it being a low-scoring defensive battle. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to finally kick the doors off at some point. Something's got to give. Russ Wilson, a tough matchup this week. He faces the 49ers. However, I think there's a lot more scoring going on against the Niners with Jimmy G, especially given the fact that Jimmy G's prone to throw an interception here or there. Um, So I think you might see Russ be able to be a top 15 quarterback this week if you really need him and don't have much else. Jameis with a tough matchup this week. He faces the Panthers. I think the Panthers have really just been uh, beneficiaries because they face two teams that run the ball a lot. I don't think they're this good, and I wouldn't be against Jameis being a top guy. Carson Wentz, fourth-ranked quarterback. He gets the Eagles. The Eagles have been tough. Um, I mean, two weeks ago, obviously, we had Philadelphia and Jared Goff. Jared Goff let him up pretty well. Uh, last week, we had Philadelphia and Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins did not. Um, I'm all aboard the Carson Wentz hype train, but maybe we wait a week to see how it goes. Houston, tough matchup. San Fran, tough matchup. I'm not starting either of those guys. The Chicago and New York, also not starting any of those guys. Daniel Jones is kind of the first guy I'm looking at here. They are facing the 11th-ranked Cowboys pass defense. It's a tough matchup, but I also don't trust that Cooper Rush is going to be this player going forward. So I'm okay dialing it up on maybe a Daniel Dimes as a late flex play. Running back-wise, Minnesota, now we can really be excited about uh, a matchup here against the Lions. The Lions have still not been good against the run. Delvin Cook's worth firing up this week, obviously. If you have him, you're going to want to. Josh Jacobs, he's not been good. But they are facing the Titans. The Titans are 31st in the league against the run. And the Bills didn't really use running backs last week, so that that should kind of tell you everything you need to know. Um, Josh Jacobs... Uh, I mean, even possibly Zamir White. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of talent there. you got to figure out who you want to run with. Amir Abdul has been seeing a few reps here and there. Um, Bram Bolden 
might be worth your daily fantasy run. They like to throw the ball at him a lot. He only played week one, but he had a touchdown, 21 yards week one, 10 points. He'll be dirt cheap, and if he's healthy and good to go, I kind of like that option of Brandon Bolden as well. Um, Jonathan Taylor. Obviously, if you got him, you're going to want to start him. He's facing an easy Chiefs run defense. They're going to have to get the ball going some way. It's not Matt Ryan. Uh, Atlanta, tough matchup. Well, shall I say, tough to choose. They got Seattle. Seattle's allowed twenty, the 29th most, sorry, well, 29th least amount, of, however you want to say it. They've been bad. They're not good against the run. Uh, Cordero Patterson should be your guy. He had a good week one. Takes a backseat week two, has four points in week two. Uh, Tyler Algier starts to kind of see some reps here. Not a huge game, but obviously adapting to the pro game. If you're comfortable with uh, Cordero, go for it. If not, maybe avoid it. David Montgomery, Houston Texans, Chicago Bears. I like Montgomery a lot this week. Should be a cheap option to flex real easily in, uh, in daily fantasy. He didn't have a great week last week, really. I mean, he had an okay game, 120. He had a better game last week, but 121 yards. He's starting to fire up, and he's been known as a Texan killer. Um, So I like David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert both this week. Washington, uh, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, I don't know who they're going to roll with. McKissick finally got rolling last week. 21 points, or uh, 13 points last week. Seven targets, seven catches, 54 yards. Um, Gibson, on the other hand, kind of stumbled a little bit further back. He had 20 points week one. He had 12 points week two. Uh, if you've got get Gibson, it might be worth your flex, I guess. Uh, Derrick Henry, 26th in the league, faces the Raiders. I don't love Derrick Henry. He's not the same running back. If you got him, you kind of got to start him until you see really like, oh, we've got four or five of these bad games in a row. But I'm telling you, I don't think it's going to get better. Dontrell Hilliard also might not be healthy. Philadelphia, Miles Sanders, same mornings every week. Uh, if you trust Sanders being Sanders, go for it. But uh, Philadelphia is so wishy-washy on who they're going to start, when they're going to start, and how they're going to start. And if they run the ball 50 times, 30 of them are going to be with Jalen Hurts. So take that with a grain of salt. Cam Akers might be worth firing up finally. He uh, he did see some snaps last week. 15 attempts, 44 yards. He got 8 points. And uh, Arizona's not good against the run. So if Cam Akers are going to catch fire, it might be this week. Joe Mixon, real easy matchup. He's got the Jets. You want to fire that up if you've got it. Um, Alvin Kamara should be healthy to go. And if he is, he's got a good matchup against the Panthers. Uh, they're 22nd worst in the league. So Kamara, obviously worth it. Missing game two, but should be good for game three. San Francisco faces the top-ranked running back team against the Broncos. Oh, yes, they also don't have Elijah Mitchell or Tyrion Davis-Price. Jeff Trollson Jr. is probably not worth firing up. Arizona, Johnson, or, uh, James Conner is injured. They have a tough matchup with the Rams. Uh, Daryl Williams had a good week last week, but I don't think I'm firing up Daryl Williams against the Rams' defense either. You can pass on Cardinals. Um, Green Bay, They. this is where it's going to be tough. I think these guys are going to produce... Because Rodgers likes to throw his running backs. But I don't trust that they're going to be like difference makers. I'm not going to see this as being a 30-point fantasy week. But they'll probably have 15 to 20. Um, Miami's running backs, Chase Edmonds, uh, Raheem Mostert. Buffalo's been really good against the run this year. They're fourth in the league. 
I'm not firing that up. Same thing, though. Miami, his fifth. Singletary, Cook, Mosh. You have three of those guys. You don't know who's going to get the runs. Uh, if you don't have to start one of those guys as a flex, I'm avoiding it. Seattle, Ken Walker, Rashad Penny. Neither of those guys are uh, catching fire. And they've got a really good matchup against the Falcons. Run defense, avoid it. Denver, tougher matchup against the Niners. Um, Javante Williams has been productive. If you've got him and you need to play him, I'm not against it. I definitely don't think I'm firing up Melvin Gordon, though. Baltimore, still, again, tough matchup against the Pats. J.K. Dobbin hasn't seen the field. Kenny Drake is officially sittable, again. The Giants, Saquon, still ranked second in the league. He faces the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys are that good. And it's a primetime game. I'd fire Saquon up here. The Carolina Panthers, they got the Saints. Saints have been pretty solid against the run. They did just hold uh, Leonard Fournette to a pretty, pretty basic game. And uh, McCaffrey's injured again, so you're going to probably play him if he's active, but don't be shocked if it's not a pretty game. And I'm kind of going to avoid both uh, New York Jets running backs as well. For as bad as the Bengals have looked, they've at least been decent against the run. Yes, these two can pass catch, but uh, I don't love the high upside there. Going to tight ends, guys. Uh, Tyler Higby had a solid week last week. He came in as the seventh overall tight end now. He's seen a grand total of 11 and 9 targets a week. He's really being targeted high. So your target share, Higby's worth your snap there. DFS really should be your guy, too. Um, he faced the Cardinals for 32nd in the league. Actually, Tyler Higby should be the guy you just turn right in and have to start. Dawson Knox, he's facing a team with Miami who's twenty or who's 31st ranked. Second to dead last. And they're looking to get him started. Dawson Knox is going to be worth your boom for your boss, especially if he's dirt cheap. I apparently missed this, but Zach Davidson signed with the Buffalo Bills um, practice squad. Really like that. High-end uh, tight end. It was a former fifth-round pick out of, uh, out of a small school there for Zach Davidson. George Kittle, if he's healthy to go, he's got a reasonable matchup this week. They're confident he's going to be available. He's facing the Broncos, who have allowed a lot of points to tight end so far. Austin Hooper hasn't really made an impact. He's got the Raiders. He's got the 22nd or 29th ranked Raiders. You can uh, still pass on that. Will Disley, Kobe Parkinson, Noah Font, the three Seattle tight ends. You still don't know who's really carving out the role there. I'm not firing any of those three up. Travis Kelsey, a very big matchup against Colts. He's already the number one ranked tight end. He'll continue to score. Uh, fire up the Colts, or fire up Kelsey against Colts. Logan Thomas, he's ranked 10th. He's he's seen a lot of targets, 6-5 and five per game. Uh, he had his first touchdown catch back, and Philadelphia has not done very well against the tight end. So I like Logan Thomas as a cheap flex option here this week. Um... <sighs> New England, Janu Smith, Hunter Henry. Smith had seven targets so throughout the season so far. He was 0-3 last week. He was 3-4 week one. Hunter Henry has had four targets. He's seeing a lot decrease. You don't need to go with any of these New England guys. TJ Hawkinson, 24th ranked against the Vikings. This might be his coming out party. We've been waiting for it all season. I'm here for that. Irv Smith, the exact opposite. He's 18th ranked in the league. Faces the 22nd ranked Detroit Lions. Uh versus the um, tight end. So I'm okay with Irv Smith as well. Go to the opposite end, though. Guys, we don't necessarily need to fire up this week. Denver. Alvarok Baguanum already has been a very high disappointment. He faces a very tough matchup with the 49ers. We can just 
kind of close out on him. Uh, Zach Ertz ranked very highly. Had a solid game last week. 11 catches on 11, or 11 targets, 8 catches, 75 yards. He had a touchdown week one. He has a very tough matchup against the Rams. We can fade that. I don't want that. The Rams have been very good against the tight end. I am not touching that that Zachers pick at all. Houston faces the third ranked team in Dale or in uh, Chicago against the tight end. I wasn't going to fire up OJ Howard anyways. We're definitely not doing it now. Tampa Bay. New Orleans is uh or Green Bay's fourth in the league in stopping them. I'm not starting Cameron Bright or Kate Oten, that's for sure. Uh or Kyle Rudolph, if you really want me to say his name. Carolina, tough matchup. Tommy Tremble's not worth your start. Um he's got one catch on one target all year so far. Cleveland, David Njoku, not a bad play. Obviously he's playing tonight, but he's only had six targets. Not worth where you want to be at your target share. Daniel Bellinger, he's been decent so far. He's got one catch, one uh, target, and 16 yards and a touchdown, but faces a tough matchup on Monday night. Mike Gusecki, this is where we get weird. Gusecki week one, one target, one catch, one yard. Gusecki week two, four targets, four catches, 41 yards and a touchdown. Buffalo is highly ranked, eighth in the league against tight end. However, big however, Mike Gusecki tends to tear him up. If you've got no other option, I'm fully on board with you starting Mike Gusecki because he usually finds a way to carve Buffalo's defense up. Uh, but the last thing we're really going to touch on here, we'll go over two wide receivers here. Uh, just a couple matchups we really like on the week. Um, I'm not going to say Devontae Parker again. I've said that the last couple weeks, and it's kind of burned me hard. Justin Jefferson with a high matchup against Will Harris. He should bounce back handily. Um, Julio Jones expected to see Jair Alexander, who's still averaging 20 points against, uh, but... To be fair, that means that he allowed nothing last week. So, Julio Jones, not worth your start, no matter what you see about what Jair Alexander did. Darnell Mooney is facing Derek Stingley, who's now allowed an average of 24 points per game against. This might be Darnell Mooney's uh, return game here, guys. I'm just going to throw it out there. Michael Pittman, if he's healthy, sees Rashad Fenton, who's allowed 20 points per game against. Zay Jones, expected to see J.C. Jackson return if he's healthy. I don't like that for Zay Jones. Um, Devontae Adams expected to see Christian Fulton. He's allowed 30 points per game against fire up Devontae. Um, Nelson Aguilar expected to see a decent matchup in Marcus Peters. We know Peters is a good corner, but he's allowed 30 points against almost every game so far. And slots where it's at this week, guys. Um, Marquise Goodwin faces Mike Ford. I know Goodwin hasn't done much, but Ford's allowed 25 points a game so far. Um, McCole Hardman faces Kenny Moore, who's allowed 16 per game. Nick Westbrook, a kind, facing Amika Robertson, who's allowed 16 per game. Benjamin St. Juice facing Quez Watkins, who's allowed 28 per game. Uh, Curtis Samuel, decent matchup against Avante Maddox. He's allowed 20, 13 per game. Um, I mean, ones we really don't want. If you have Russell Gage and you're holding on to him, you're not going to play him. You have Juwan Jennings. We talked him up last week. You definitely don't want to play him this week. He's facing a tough matchup with Kawan Williams. Uh, Byron Pringle. We've talked up the the hope and the dream for Chicago. Pringle's not your chip of flavor this week. Um, yeah. Tyler Boyd faces Michael Carter. Carter's been on lockdown, so we probably weren't starting Tyler Boyd already, but we definitely don't want to do it now. Jerry Judy, tough matchup. Samuel Womack the third has allowed a grand total of 2.4 points against. Um, Mac Hollins, you're probably already not starting him, but if you are, he's got a tough matchup in Roger McCreary. 
Jahan Dotson, very tough matchup this week. Darius Slay, he's going to be very touchdown dependent. I know it's a guy that a lot of people loved, but we have a lot tougher wide receiver matchups this week than we had the first two. Brandon Cooks, decent matchup against Kendall Vidor. Um, Corey Davis, decent matchup against Eli Apple. George Pickens, solid matchup against Denzel Ward, and Award being the guy he is, but he's allowed 18.8 points a game. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's tough this week. Christian Benford's only allowed 5.5 points against, but Hill and Waller are going to produce, so let's be fair. Michael Thomas looks like he could be a good play this week, but J.C. Horn's been locked down. Elijah Moore, expect to see Shadobe Wuze. He's allowed less than 7 points a game. Uh, so get ready to have a weird weird week this week against corners. Guys, I think that'll about do it, though. I don't have a whole bunch else we want to really cover and jump on. Uh, we will be on Sunday on the air live giving our weekly fantasy forecast show. But uh, until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.